What's up, everybody? It's Thursday at 5, and this is League Talk on WEGL 91.1 FM. On this show, we'll be discussing and debating a wide variety of sports, prospects, and matchups right here in Auburn, as well as across the nation. I'm Gordy Stewart. Let's get right into it. What's good? What up? Episode 4. Some foe. We back. We're missing our boy Shoot today. Uh, He's up in Ohio. The music definitely doesn't fit what I'm about to say, but he's up there for a funeral. We're missing him today. Um, But in replacement, we have our fifth roommate. Finally, finally, finally gets to come on the show and talk. Max Ferraro. Max, what's up? Hello, guys. I'm glad to be here. It's about time. It's about time. (laughs) It is about time. Max is the king of hot takes. Uh, We look forward to hearing what he has to say today. But today we're going to (laughs) start going through the Masters, which started today. Um, Started off rainy. I think there's like a three-hour delay this morning before everyone got started. But interesting so far. Top 10 is kind of weird. Yeah, Paul Casey shooting 65 on day one is... uh, Insane. It's a good start. Is that good? Yeah, is that good? I don't know. 65? Tiger's never had, I don't think, a 65 on his opening day. But today, he still had his best opening day he's ever had. I think he had a 68. Yeah. Uh, which he's only done one time before. Yeah, finished through minus four today. I mean, he, he's playing a good golf. As the defending champ, I mean, he's definitely still a threat to win this thing. Yeah, uh, he's going for, what is that, Masters number six, which is, uh, I think if I'm, if I'm thinking of this correctly, would tie Jack Nicholas for the most at the event. Sheesh. So, I mean, that's some GOAT status. Those are both the GOATs. I don't Jack think Nicholas teed off today first, didn't he? Yeah, I think it's like his little celeb shot. Yeah. I don't think he played the full 18, but I think they do like a celebrity like tee off. Like an honorary tee off. Yeah. He might have played the full 18. They didn't show it on TV if he did. Yeah, I mean, he still got a better swing than I do, and he's like 70-something. They all have better swings yeah. than all of us, not just yeah. you. But, you know, DeChambeau coming in as the favorite, um, he, he he didn't live up to what everyone thought he'd do on the first day, but two under to start is good. I mean, I think he's he's still in the top 10. Uh, it's still going on. I think they're finishing up right now. Scratch that. DeChambeau has dropped out of the top 10 because two under now is just not good enough for even top 20. Yeah, he's tied for 21st. So, I mean, that's still good. I think if you're under par after the first day, you still have a chance the way this tournament goes. Yeah, and he had five birdies on the round, which is – it's good enough to compete. Mm-hmm. But that double bogey on that first par five, yeah, par five. probably got in his head. I guess. Yeah, He's falling he apart. A, yeah. He had a seven on 13, and then he also had a bogey on a par four, number seven. But, I mean, you, you live with those mistakes. and mm-hmm. to That's golf. Yeah, to have five birdies, I think he's he's not stressing out about it. Just yeah. fix the mechanics a little bit. and Yeah. Well, it's the physics in his head. He's all about the physics. He's all about the science. It's weird for the Masters, too, because usually we see it in the summer. Is that right? April. It's yeah. usually in April. It's usually in the spring. Yeah, it's usually in April, and this time it's in November. So in April, the sun sets in Georgia at like 730. But now in November, it's like, sun, 5:30. It's like 530. So these guys are all rushing to finish And there's right no now. fans also. Well, also, there was a rain delay this morning, so right. that didn't really help out. Yeah, three-hour rain delay. They still have. There's 92 golfers that are supposed to play 18 holes in one day on the same course. And with a three-hour delay, I'd be surprised if they finish. Uh, but it seems like most guys are finishing. Justin Thomas is five under through 10, which is tied for second. Uh, he's the only one in the top five that's still playing. He could easily get two birdies here and be tied with Paul Casey by the time this is over, if not more. He's been playing very well, too, today. Yeah. Uh, so is our boy Zonder. Zonder. Dude, he, oh, that's your boy. That's not my boy. <laughs> but he's – I can't even deny how good he is. 
He's yeah, an animal. He, he showed up today, that's for sure. He I'm, was he was not he was good. I don't think it was surprising, but he's been playing very well. Who has anyone been surprisingly good or bad in any of y'all's minds? Uh for me, it's uh Matthew Wolf. Yeah. He uh he's only on hole number eleven, but he's teed off the back, you know how they they staggered it. So he's four under and he's only played ten holes of golf. Oh, he's I just I'm looking at that too. He's tied with Adam Scott, who's only played ten holes also. They're both at four under. Yeah, that group is uh I mean, it's gotta be nasty. Yeah. Well, they're probably gonna finish up in this top five for sure. Um, as long as they can at least par out the rest of this hole or the rest of the rest of this course. But you know, Tiger was someone that uh he obviously won it last year. So he's expected to do well. And this is a lot of people say this is his course. Like he wins it. He always does the best here. And so far, that's relatively true. It's the first time ever not having a bogey in a round at the Masters. That's crazy. Is that, is that good? Yeah, is that good? <laughs> I yeah. feel like that's pretty good. You know, and he's got to be just the most confident one out there right now. But yeah, Paul Casey was surprising for me, you know, because he's Definitely. obviously played well the past couple tournaments. But this is this is crazy. A sixty-five. We'll see what day two brings, though. I mean, that's I'm excited. a different story. Hopefully, it's a little drier tomorrow, and there's not a rain problem, even though there probably will be. Um, yeah, there's that hurricane coming through Florida. I think there is really. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that, but that should definitely affect the field of play tomorrow and the rest of the weekend. But yeah, it's been entertaining. Um, before this started, I thought there's no way Bryson doesn't win. I mean, he, he after winning the last major and him coming in he's using the longest driver you could possibly be allowed to use on the tour like 48 inches or something like that yeah yeah the max length and it's the physics dude it's all about the physics for him but what's interesting about this tournament is they're not allowing caddies and golfers to bring the little green books that they keep track of stats on oh he he loves that he lives and dies by his green book yeah which prior to the tournament i didn't realize that was why why are they not allowing that is it just like a master's thing it's a master's thing i uh, I didn't know that, but yeah, I yeah. guess it's a master's thing and it's all about feel and these guys got to play the course twice this week. Yeah. So it's really, for him, yeah, I guess there's a little disadvantage, but it's just going to be all about feel and that really makes it anyone's game, anyone's tournament to win. Um, but who, do you guys have any sleeper picks? I mean, this going to be prior to day one or now that day one's almost done. Yeah, uh, I don't think you can call Matthew Wolf, like I said, a sleeper pick, but I, I like him, the where the position he's in right now. Yeah. Uh, some guys that are, you know, kind of in the question but aren't done playing, uh, take it how you want. But Phil Mickelson is one under and he's on eleven. Phil, he's still got a lot. He's got a lot of golf left. Yeah, you can never, you can never count Phil out. It's and uh, you know, he might creep up there and uh, have a little fun with the leaderboard. Oh you never yeah, know. I like Ricky Fowler too. I saw he played well today. Oh, he's been playing. Yeah, well. Ricky was my sleeper. Yeah, well, dude, he's been doing very well. Yeah. He's been doing very well. He's finished today. Yeah. No, he's on 11, he's actually. Through 11 and he's, he's through 11, actually. Three under. Well, I'm definitely a fan of Ricky's, especially ever since he was wearing all the orange Puma stuff. That, that was, was like so in my funny. neon phase, too, <laughs> so I was all about it. I had the Puma hat and the pants, <laughs> all orange. Yeah, he's every middle school golfer's favorite golfer. <laughs> <laughs> That's facts. Another guy that I really liked going into today was Colin Morikawa. Uh, it's his first Masters he's played in but you know he won a major this year also and a lot of people say he has the best irons on the entire tour and he i think finished one under today which is just barely in the hunt i think if you're I said earlier if you're not under par after day one your chances are 
not looking too good. Um, he actually ended even, and he's only through 10, so he's not done. No, he's not done. But he, he needs a couple birds. Yeah, he needs to flip it around a little bit and get under get under par. But the Masters is so fun to watch. For me, it's more fun to watch than any other golfing tournament. I mean, the winner makes $2.07 million, which is the same as last year. The total purse is what, but You said uh, like $11.5 Yeah, almost $12 that's million dollars total. And that's split between, based on what position you finish, is the amount of percentage of that that you'll get. But the winner, I mean, if you win the Masters... Plus all the endorsements and everything you're going to get. Oh, yeah. Well, if you win... You receive it's golf immortality. Like it's Legit. one of the only tournaments that if you win, you're invited back every year for the rest of your life. The green yeah. jacket. And, yeah, and I'm also pretty sure that if you win the Masters, you get a lifetime membership to Augusta. Wow. I think that's true also. Which oh my god, I would die to play on that course. <laughs> yeah. I would die. To play like live in that neighborhood or something. Yeah. Play well, all the time. I went to the Masters when I was like 13, 12, because my grandparents live in Augusta. Um, we just kind of posted up at uh, Amen Corner. Amen Corner. I still don't know how you pronounce it. But so you got to watch the Masters when you were a little kid. Yeah, That's yeah. So cool. I got a little hat at the at the house. Nice. But a little green hat. Yeah, a little green hat. It got nice. signed by a couple of guys that were putting and chipping. Um, That's sick. But yeah, so the Masters is important to everyone, especially if you don't watch golf. The Masters is the best golf that you could watch. Yeah, tune in for sure. Yeah, and the course, if you don't know anything about it, is just it's beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's just top notch. It's yeah. hard not to stare at. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it even looks good in the fall too. Like it's usually in the spring, like we said earlier. Yeah, but now like the trees are turning orange and a little fall. bit. I expected more orange, but yeah, they're definitely turning orange, and like the leaves are falling off. So, so it's like such completely a pretty course. But you know, at the Masters, I'm so used to hearing fans roar and cheer. Like I know that that element of the game is it's kind of strange not having it at the Masters because you know, like last year, Tiger hits a drive. Let's go, Tiger! Like, <laughs> Every time, Let's go Tiger, and now it's Mashed just potatoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and now it's just like <laughs> relatively quiet, and it's it, it feels probably less hype for the players. I'm sure a lot of them are used to riding off that momentum, but yeah, they're and I'm sure they're probably used to it now. They've played enough tournaments with no fans. Yeah, but pretty yeah. much you all know, of them. With the Masters, it's kind of sad, no fans. Yeah, but you know, it is what it is. So it is what it is. COVID, man. It'd be interesting to see what happens to the rest of this Masters. Um. But, Bo, who did? Who was your? Did you say you had a prediction to win? I mean, my, I had a sleeper pick for uh, Ricky Fowler. Yeah. But I mean, I also like Patrick Reed too, and yeah. my boy Zonder. Yeah. Understandably, Zonder is not really a sleeper pick. He's tied for second right now. Also, don't sleep on Kevin Kisner. <laughs> why? Do you have a reason? Yeah, tell me why. Just because he seems like. A good guy, I don't know. I watched the Barstool uh, <laughs> yeah. video when they played 18 with them. Oh, I, I saw. I didn't watch it, but I saw he, they did that. He seems like a really funny guy to be around. Oh. Well, then, what do you think about Blake Brooks Kepka? Don't you like him too, Max? Uh, I'm kind of indifferent about Brooks Kepka. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he had that run. What was that? A year or two ago? Yeah. Where he was, like, winning everything. I think that was last year. I think it ended last year. And I was, like, on his train at, like, the beginning. But then, like, towards the end, I was kind of like, eh, I don't I don't know if I like this dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I can't tell how I feel about him. Tucker, your brother thinks he's, at least going into this tournament, thought Kepka? he was. Yeah. Yeah, my yeah. brother had high hopes for Kepka. But, yeah, I mean, he's sitting at two over. So, it's he's coming off an injury. So, yeah. what about John Rahm? Practice rounds, first two days. Two hole in ones. The oh, one yeah. that skip one, across the water. It skipped dude. like five times on his birthday. You got to oh. be feeling like cloud nine after that. Oh my dude. goodness! Like yeah. that might have been the best hole in one I've ever seen. And he was just messing around. Yeah, and he's sitting at three under through the or 
uh, 69 for the day, so he's got to feel fine about yeah. where he's at right now. Definitely. He's, he's been playing crazy golf, too, so I'm sure that he comes back uh, with another round tomorrow. And Tomorrow's going to be very interesting. Yeah. Is there any way is there any way Paul Casey replicates what he does what he did today? No way. Dude, no, that's so that's good. Like almost impossible. Yeah, I think yeah. it is almost I don't know how many 65s have been shot in the Masters, but I don't think I've ever seen it. Like, he, you know. he's definitely there's no way good right now though. But with that advantage, right now it's a two-stroke advantage. Um you know, it, 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 not everyone's done yet, but that's that's pretty good. Yeah. Like, he might have if he continues to at least play under par the rest of this tournament, he could end with one of the best scores we've seen. But I doubt he continues this level of play. I mean, he's he's on another planet right now. Yeah, but also when the course dries out, well, if it dries out, like people like uh, DeChambeau and Wolf, like they're gonna start doing what they've done in the prior tournaments because yeah. the drives just roll so damn far. Exactly. Can't. Well, it's difficult for DeChambeau because uh, when the ball doesn't fly as high in the air when there's water vapor. And you get less roll on the fairway when it's wet, and you know sticks he, in the ground. Too. His game style is like carry. He's going to carry it as far as it can, and usually he gets roll depending on the pitch. But when it's wet like this, the ball is just sitting in the fairway for all these guys. You see Tiger; he went for a couple of like cuts into the air, a couple of low stingers on his mm. approach shots, and they just they're so beautiful. That's kind of what you have to do. I feel like when the weather's not optimal, like you can't. The play. weather plays a huge role, honestly. Yeah, yeah, in it, golf. Yeah, so that's why tomorrow would be interesting to see how the weather affects it uh, for the rest of this tournament. But that's it for golf. Um, so much news now going around in the NBA after there hasn't really been any news going around since the finals ended. But It's the, just like NBA drama at this point. I like love they, it. Though. They love the drama. They do. And there's so much of it. Like players love to be dramatic and request for trades, and they love to... Well, I mean, They let's love get, to run their mouths, tweet, do all that stuff. Well, let's get into it. Starting off with Westbrook. I don't know where he's going, but this Rockets team is imploding before our eyes. The whole Capella thing, just I feel like that was just a terrible move. Such a it's backfired on them so poorly. Yeah. They're beg like I bet they wish they still had him now, that they're abandoning small ball, it seems. Yeah. I mean, you're asking guys that are uh, professional basketball players to do something they've never done before and you know, they're not they might not like it. Especially and if so, it doesn't work. And if yeah, and if they don't like it, they then there's just yeah, yeah. It's bad juju with the coach and the players. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there is for sure. And the coach is gone, and it seems like half the team's going to be gone. Westbrook isn't the only one that complained. P.J. Tucker frustrated with the way he was used this season. Austin Rivers frustrated with his playing time. Daniel House frustrated with the way he used and his playing time. And Eric Gordon is just all around frustrated. He claims. Yeah, that's. I mean, I would be too. That's a lot of guys to be pissed off. You do you think uh, uh, D'Antoni knew that was? kind of happening and that's why he left uh or didn't resign because didn't he just walk yeah he He just wanted to deal with the headache yeah Yeah. well i knew he must have known that it was a ticking time bomb in the locker room and uh, yeah and that's what it looks like i mean it must seriously be a problem if you have guys like daniel house frustrated like i thought daniel house had his best year ever this year solidified himself as a solid spread i mean he's playing the four but he probably should play the three it's like it was good three points. Well, maybe, maybe that's why he's mad. You yeah. never know. Yeah, true. It's just crazy. True. It's crazy. But, but Harden stays. Yeah, the they already Harden said he's not going anywhere, which is good because if you're him, they're prepared to build this team around yeah. you. Yeah, and you're you're basically getting. If everyone's saying that, you know you're going to just sell house. You basically mm-hmm. have an empty canvas in front of you with James Harden on it, and so you're just going to paint all in the background behind it. <laughs> what does that picture look like, though? It's got to include a big man, doesn't it? 
Uh, the if you look at the Lakers, the way they won, I think it has to. It, I I think it does, and uh, there's a couple. I think that that could come with a trade from Westbrook. Uh, Westbrook now he's requested a trade. I've seen the Pistons have offered uh, some sort of deal for Westbrook. I presume it includes Blake Griffin. It might just be one for one, um, and one of them might include a pick. I don't know whose value is higher right now. I think both of them are relatively low. But would Blake Griffin be? I think Blake Griffin and Harden would work. Yeah, I mean, Blake, how old is Blake Griffin now? Like, almost 30 about, I think he's right? like 32. Yeah. And he's kind of injured, at least yeah. the past couple of seasons. He's but had his knee messed up, I know that. He's changed to be more of an off-ball player and a better shooter. Which better is, team player, too. Yeah, all-around better dribbler. I mean, he could help take some of the pressure off Harden. I mean, them on a pick-and-roll has to be amazing now that Blake can shoot. That would have to work. Yeah. Well, I've also heard some Blake Griffin Boston Celtics news, just on a side note. Ooh. But you know, maybe <laughs> wait. <laughs> fill us in there. <laughs> who would who would be included in that trade? Uh, there's I've heard a lot of trade news for. Don't Gor- say Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. Oh my god. <laughs> Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. Maybe Marcus Smart, but I think he's. Dude, it better not of. be Mark. That's a mistake for them yeah. to trade yeah, Marcus Smart away. I think they're Celtics might be shopping Gordon Hayward, which is sad. Marcus but. Smart is like Draymond Green. <laughs> or Draymond Green was for the uh, no, Warriors. He's better and, at offense, though. Yeah, yeah dude, but I'm saying like he's way better than Draymond Green. Are planning on winning a championship, they're going to need Marcus Smart. One hundred percent facts. One hundred percent facts. Yeah, they probably do. He is such a good defender. Do you think? Wait, did you do you think Draymond Green is better than Marcus Smart? No, I just said they play like basically the same. They're role scrappy defenders. Yeah, yeah. they're like role players, yeah. and you need that on a championship. You definitely do. Definitely. Well, I mean. You need Marcus Smart. Draymond on a championship team is kind of just like filler. Uh, I don't know about that. Especially that Warriors team. All those. You should see the numbers from all those finals. <laughs> I should see them. He's a pretty uh, relevant player in every single one. Yeah, like a solid eight, two, and Solid four. triple single. Triple single. Yeah. <laughs> but what he does, stat sheets don't count. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does he do? What is it? What? I mean, <laughs> I agree. Like He, def- he locks mean, up people. Yeah, he does everything from... He's just a pest. He locks up people? He's just a pest. He's like, a pest. He, I agree. He's in, a pest. Okay, I would say he's probably past his prime now. But in his prime, when, whenever he they was made their a run. very good defender. Definitely. And he also just like... He was the one who would talk the smack for the team. You're right. So like he let Steph Curry and Clay like kind of do their thing, and they would never have to do it unless they wanted to. But right. he was always the one that was in the other team's face. Yeah. He was the enforcer. He's kind of exactly. like the Dennis Rodman on that team, except yeah. way less good. But yeah, I understand where you're coming from there. He fit, he fit his role on that Warriors team perfectly. Exactly. I don't imagine him fitting any other team the way he oh, no, as well no, as no. he fit that. Like yeah. he, he's just the perfect. That was guy just the perfect that match for him. Yeah, and it definitely worked for him. Um, but. Someone that apparently is not a good match is Victor Oladipo in the Pacers. Yeah, yeah what was, I mean, <laughs> what, the, what was that him uh, like publicly talking about? Uh, they, it, he literally was just basically spit in his his teammates' face, telling him, "I don't want to be here. I don't want to play for you." Because <laughs> there was after games where he would, uh, I don't know if he was sitting, if he was playing. I don't. They just said that after games, he would go to the other team, and if it was like a team that he liked, he would just openly like. Just say, yo, can I play for yeah, y'all? Can I come play? Can I come like, play for can y'all? I come play for y'all next year <laughs> in front of his teammates. His teammates are like, what? Like we can hear you, bro. Apparently, it he was just the, didn't care. The Raptors, the Heat, and the Knicks. Like I don't know why he's saying that to the Knicks. I don't know why anyone would want to play for the Knicks. But yeah, yeah that's pretty ridiculous. Like, more value, I guess, to that team. Well, if know. that was happening, the Knicks just have that name value. True. I mean, they're one of the most expensive sports franchises like in the world. But even really, though they're terrible, 
literally nobody wants to play for them. <laughs> nobody wants. Nobody good wants to play for them. They only get guys that are drafted until they leave. What's their draft pick this year? They're like seven, I think. Yeah, they did not get as they good of a pick. They got unlucky with the draft. Yeah, they kind of got cucked there. The uh, the Pistons have the seventh. The Knicks have the eighth pick in the draft. Yeah, they have which the is eighth. pretty unlucky. Yeah, uh, for them. But yeah, I don't know about Vic there. I I gotta presume that he is leaving after that. If that's happening during the bubble, I just can't imagine talking that way in front of your own teammates yeah. in the middle of like and just probably like, and, a playoff. And, yeah, series. letting us be so open. Like yeah, like that's kind of I lose respect for him there. I'll be honest. Well, is he a free agent now or? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't that know. Makes it even worse. <laughs> you could looking it up, Tucker. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not yeah. sure if he is or not. Um. But there are teams that would want him. He's coming off an injury, too, and wasn't as good as we thought he was before in the bubble and stuff. But he's still he's still a dog, and he'll still provide value anywhere. What about uh, uh well, Lakers? Okay, go yeah, ahead, Tucker. Victor Oladipo, he could become an unrestricted free agent after the 2020-2021 season. Wait. So after this next season? Yes. Okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking. He's got a year left, but they might trade him. I don't know what's going to happen there. Yeah. Um, another trade we've seen is Lakers reportedly seriously interested in trading for DeMar DeRozan. Dude, how can they do this? Like, yeah. Why would they want to break apart that group after winning a championship? No, I think that's a bad move. I think it's awful I, I for both awful. for both teams. I don't. Well, I don't think DeRozan would fit in that LA. I team. don't see how it could be bad when you're getting rid of Danny Green, and also. Uh, who, t- who takes Danny Green? Though? Yeah, no one. No, you don't. <laughs> he want either he either stays in the Lakers or he's not playing in the yeah. NBA. Can you imagine trading for uh, Danny Green, like wanting him on your team? <laughs> yeah, that's. Just, I feel he like he played for them already, didn't he? He did, yeah. And you know, I think Pop was a big fan of his. But R.I.P. Spurs if that trade happens, because Kuz and Danny Green. I mean, Kuz, is, his potential has been debated. It's up in the air still. Yeah, Danny Green's pretty much on the back end of his career. And they're losing DeRozan, who... And ha- I, I don't think that works for the Lakers, though. I, I think it's, it doesn't work for either team. I think yeah. it's the opposite direction they need to go. I think they need more shooters. They need to yes. be able to shoot, shoot, shoot the ball. DeRozan would only clog the lane more, and he only shoots mid-range and gets yeah, some paint. Yeah, and so you have you know, LeBron and DeRozan who are... Well, especially DeRozan, who's a subpar three-point shooter. They play similar. LeBron's yeah, a better shooter. They're, they're all three. about getting the basket, you know, good mid, mid-range, off the dribble, that kind it's of stuff. It's just like their whole team is like that now. And, and then, like, yeah. Anthony Davis, there's just... I don't think He's that similar. would work. Exactly. Yeah, they're all they just, can all, like, shoot the three if they want to. But they would be massive. But not consistently, like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're they not need shooters. shooters. I agree. Yeah, they, they need shooters. shooters. Well, but, there's no way the NBA front office... Allows that trade to happen. Yeah, that's that's a super super team yeah. right there. I think you're right. I don't think they would allow that to happen. That kind of reminds me of when they didn't let Chris Paul. Yeah, go, go on the go to the Lakers. Lakers yeah, with Kobe. It's a similar similar deal. I don't know if DeRozan is as is yeah, at that level a, still in his career. Some, I mean, last year he he's averaging 20 a game last year, no doubt. But he's I, carrying I don't know. the Spurs, even though he's carrying the Spurs. I can't imagine he's happy to be there. But if that trade was to go to one team, it would be the team that LeBron's on. True. You're right. True. True. Um, yeah. Another interesting uh, possible free agency rumor is Chris Paul is reportedly being shopped uh, by the Thunder. And I think that there's a lot of places that would want him. I think there's a lot of teams that would like a distributing point guard considering what he turned that Thunder team into and they were expected to be god-awful and they made they the playoffs and were a good. They were a good team this year. Yeah, the, I felt everyone uh, in the offseason last year was saying, like, oh, poor Chris Paul. Yeah, like, the Thunder his, suck. His uh, career is going to die in Oklahoma City. And he turned that around They're a five fast. seed. Like, yeah. that's... 
Well, you know, I've seen now his his value has even gone up from last year. They're talking about him going to the Suns uh, for Rubio and somebody else. Um, yeah, D-Book. With D-Book, that's a good fit. That you know, good DeAndre fit. Ayton maybe being even better this year than last year. Uh, back to the Clippers I've seen. Yeah. yeah. Which is weird. It's interesting. Uh, the Clippers are a big question mark this year too. Oh, yeah. they no, Everyone's upset on the Clippers too. Well, yeah. they were talking about uh, – getting a true point guard for that team because they they don't have one. Yeah, they, they just have, let Kawhi and PG take it up every time. Yeah, well, because, you know, Lou Williams, is he's a shooting guard. He's not a true point guard. Dog, though. Shamit, dog. Landry Shamit's the same way. Yeah, uh, I can't even – I wouldn't even fathom to think that uh, – why am I blanking on his name? Pat uh, – Beverly. Beverly. Beverly is yeah. a point guard. No. Yeah. Dude, he's no. <laughs> How is he in the NBA? Yeah. He just plays defense. Like, no, he's like, talk about it. He's like a point, he's like point guard Draymond. He's like if Draymond was a okay. little point. Okay. That's disrespectful. <laughs> That's true, though. It's, it's probably pretty, true. They have the same role. They just piss off the other team. Mm. Patrick Beverly does it way more aggressively. Yeah. You're right. But Patrick Beverly, like, I don't understand how he even made it to the NBA in the first place. Well, dude, he was nasty as a rookie. And I think he even played overseas before he came to the U.S. for a year. But then just as a rook, was really good in defensive presence in the league. But, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think yeah. he's trash. I'm not about him. The final destination I've seen for the Buck is uh, for Chris Paul, and maybe the most likely, is the Bucks. Who that would be cool. are looking to shop Eric Bledsoe. Apparently I, have moved on from him at the point guard spot. That's, I, think that's, like, yeah. I think that's just pointing fingers for the Bucks yeah. in directions that's like, Okay, something's wrong. Like, whose fault is it? Like, no. Well, whose like, fault is it? Y'all te- y'all's team was amazing in the regular season. You're a great team. You choked. That's what you did. Yeah, you didn't they've perfor- done it for like how you, many two years in a row? Yeah, right you now? didn't perform in the playoffs like you were supposed to. Again, just yeah. just their regular season. You know what? Was Grow phenomenal. up. <laughs> Grow up. Be a man. And play in the playoffs. That's all you got to do. Be it's, tough. Yeah, just be a dog. Yeah, and that trade's not going to win them a championship. No, I think, they, I think Chris change. Paul Especially and Giannis would be. Trade, well, maybe. I'm not saying it wouldn't be good, but I'm saying like I don't think that adding Chris Paul and taking Bledsoe away is going to win them a championship. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't, don't think, think it, it kind of makes them like yeah. maybe a little bit better, but not necessarily. But they would lose Bledsoe and then somebody else. Yeah, exactly more. for Chris Paul. So that's or depth. even or even like think about uh, considering like Middleton. Oh my He's got gosh. some value. Yeah, Middleton, an Middleton needs to stay at the Bucks if the Bucks want to win. Yeah, I don't see opinion. them trading him though. They should keep Middleton. I think he's been. Yeah. A I think they highlight. should keep Bledsoe. Yeah, two hundred five. Yeah, from the two hundred five, Birmingham represent. But I think they <laughs> just yeah, not soft. It's just about performing. Yeah, and I, he you know he wasn't great last year, but he 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 was he was good when he played. I think he was injury prone a lot too, but. That Bucks team, I think they have something to figure out. They want to make a move to get a ring before Giannis decides to leave. Wait, we have breaking news. We have breaking news. Breaking news. Live. Whoa. Live news. Live yeah. news. So 2021 four-star basketball recruit Trey Alexander committed to Auburn. Let's go. Let's go, dude. That's a five. We have a five-star now. Jabari Smith. Jabari Smith. And now four-star four Trey star. Alexander. Dude, we are a basketball school. Trey Alexander is a are nice shooting a guard. We are basketball school. Dude, we are. We got a five-star. We have two five-stars or uh, I think it's just uh, one, just one, two, four stars. I think, but oh my gosh, yeah. Especially if this class that we have right now stays at least one year, yeah, we'll be nasty next year too. Bruce, yeah. Bruce is doing. He's the man. Yeah, he's the man. <laughs> he's, he's the doing man. What's good. He's yeah. the man. That's a steal from uh, Oklahoma. Yeah, that's a really. Yeah, that's a guy. You where's that? Where's that dude from? Do you know? 
He's from Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oh, he, Oklahoma. oh, I think he meant like Oklahoma. Come on, yeah, bro. <laughs> He's from OKC. Yeah. So yeah, that is definitely a steal. You love to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, another news: Fred Van Fleet. Uh, said on a JJ Reddick's podcast the other day that he's trying to get paid. He says that he's deserved it and he's proved himself this year. And as a 26 year old point guard who is coming off a championship ring, he is no longer ring chasing and is money chasing. I mean, you hate to see it, but like he he deserves it probably. Yeah. Oh, he does. I, I think dog. he does. He played really well in the bubble and then he played amazing last year in what was almost his coming out party for the Raptors. Yeah, he's looking like a 20 point per game plus score now and he he won a championship you could say it was Kawhi, but he, he definitely contributed a lot the birth of he his contributed son contributed a lot yeah, yeah. But, so i think he'll <laughs> I, I expect him to get paid well yeah i think he does too and i think he's turned into a leader and i think this year he really got to lead him and Kyle Lowry that Raptors team um that was also another fun team to watch they were. They were disappointing. They were, so, they were surprising, though. Without, During the regular season, they won lots of games. That's what I'm Kawhi. saying. Yeah. Like, that shocked a bunch of people. Hasn't Van Bleet only been in the league for, like, four years? Yeah, I think so. So, yeah, he definitely deserves to get paid. Yeah. I think he's 26. Yeah, he's 26. Yeah, so he does. That's about the right age, too, to get paid, especially when you've played so well the past couple of years. Yeah. And who knows how much better he's going to be next year. We're going to go to a quick commercial break. Um, when we come back... We're going to be talking some NBA draft predictions. That draft's coming up on Wednesday. A little football, and then our locks of the week and Bo's Veggie Fact. <laughs> yes, uh, sir. Which we're all very excited for, but we will see you all in a few. And we're back. Hey. What up? We're here to now to talk about some NBA draft predictions. Uh, the draft's on Wednesday. The What day is that? The Wednesday. Hey, I think it's the 18th. It's, it's the Wednesday. Maybe. Yeah, Wednesday the 18th. And the season is resuming on the 22nd of December, which is just confirmed this past week, which we love to see. A yeah. lot of the players are upset because it's a short offseason, but you got to think the half that didn't play in the bubble is happy. I mean, LeBron's definitely going to take some time for load management. That's he, for sure. He even said, he, he kind of, he spoke in an interview once that it was announced and said, well, I'm definitely cherry picking the first half of that season. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. But I think there are other vets that are probably yeah. upset too that played in this in the in the bubble i think that it makes sense though to return in december because you have so many guys that just have not played in so long i would want to play too you know yeah and it would just it makes sense because they can still finish like sort of on time with how like it would be for a normal season yeah and then from then you can just get everything back to normal starting in 2021 are they going to continue like this bubble thing or like what's that you all know about that I don't think so. I don't think they've announced it yet. Yeah. It's yet to be announced. Honestly, a lot is still up in the air. Because you got to think, like, no fans again, probably for the first part. No, because it's indoor, so probably not. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even really think about yeah. that. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, you know, by then everything is better than it is now. I mean, we said that. That's literally like, a month away, and we've been saying that since March. Exactly. Since March Madness was canceled. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a lot is up in the air. You know, the season just got confirmed, and – Honestly, the draft was up in the air. All the teams had to do virtual. Um, they had virtual, basically, shoot-arounds with all the prospective picks that, that they had. That is crazy. Um, except I think LaMelo met with the Timberwolves yesterday, who have the first pick in this draft. A couple guys are doing it in person. But Didn't Acor Acoro, yeah. Acoro met with them also yeah. in Auburn. Yeah. Acoro's been in Auburn this whole offseason. They're just coming with to him. And they're, I think they're meeting at the Auburn gym. Yeah. So he's meeting with the NBA teams, which is so sick. That is so cool. But I think he's even still doing summer workouts with the team, with yeah. Sharif and them. I mean, he's got he's like great friends with them, I guess. So like yeah. might as well. 
I think that's cool as heck. Um, Same. But yeah, the Timberwolves have the first pick in this draft, and there's not really any player that's a perfect fit for Minnesota in this top five, even you know top six, seven. Um, in my mind, it's between Lamelo and Anthony Edwards, though, because Definitely. I don't think they take a big with Cat. You know, Cat is their is their center of the future. I think. Yeah, I don't think they go big at all. I think. They get yeah. well, what a guard. No one's a great fit with D'Angelo Russell now, who's kind of a combo. Yeah, why guard. would why would they have LaMelo Ball? I guess who would go who would play the two? And who would play the one? I mean well, they're both well, both. Ask ask the Raptors. The Raptors proved it they could work with Van Vliet and Lowry. They're yeah, both like point true. guards. The Raptors true. had no issues with that. Yeah, so true. I don't think I think at the number one position, I don't you're not as you know, as much looking for how much it fit, fits as you are, this is the best guy in the draft. And, you know, they're not going to take Wiseman just because no. they have they already have uh, Cat, which, you know, kind of goes back on what I'm saying. But I think those two other guys, Edwards and Ball, are, are too good to, for it to be anyone else. I think the Timberwolves, I mean, they'll definitely be a lot better this year. but Especially with this pick. Yeah. But I think this pick really just is best available for them. And if it fits, it sticks. If not, they'll figure it out later. But who's best available? If you ask me, it's LaMelo Ball. I, I, I don't know. I mean, like, it totally it totally depends on, like, what you're looking for. Yeah. You know? what, th- what are they looking for? I mean, it, are you talking about the Timberwolves? Yeah, because Edwards is not really a one. If they got Edwards, he he's would a, play He's like two. a two, he's three. A, he's a dunk. He's a Donovan Mitchell. Is yeah, what the, is what everyone's hoping that he is. Oh, that's that an awesome comparison. He's like a little taller Donovan Mitchell. I, I, you want me to? You want to hear this? He's. I do. Uh, <laughs> he's six three and a fourth. Donovan Mitchell is six three. He's two twenty five. Donovan Mitchell is two eleven, and they both have a six ten wingspan. Whoa! It says here Anthony Edwards is six five. I swear he's taller than six three. I thought he was too. This says six five. Also, the one that I'm looking at, but yeah, I mean. You never really know. Everyone has an inch or two yeah. change well, based on the draft. But yeah, and the shoe I mean, yeah, KD is listed at. Like, no, but he's definitely him and Donovan Mitchell. I think that's a great comparison. That's I think what it's everyone's hoping. Fantastic, and Donovan has even blossomed to be even better in the league than he was in college. I yeah. didn't think coming out of Louisville, he was going to be that great. And I was even hoping the Pistons didn't pick him, which has backfired horribly for me, um, considering how good he's been now. But a bunch of mock drafts. Uh, uh, Isaac Okoro is to the Pistons. At the seventh pick, yeah. yeah. If he's not gone earlier, I think his draft stock has been going up, and he could be gone earlier. But as a Pistons fan, let's rock! Like I love that. That would yeah. be amazing. I think he land uh, a core land somewhere five through ten. Yeah, definitely top ten though. There's well, no way he's out of top ten. I I agree with you. I agree with you. And at one point, he was even top three conversation for a while. Yeah. So he, you never really know. I think a lot could shake up in this draft depending on what happens. If they happens. played March Madness, I feel like his draft stock would be higher. Yes, because you you know he was going to prove himself defensively and then maybe even as a better scorer. Yeah. Which is the only real question about him is can he blossom into a Kawhi Leonard-esque player and scorer? I mean, the he finishes is, so strong. Yes. The defense is there. The defense and all the comparisons and really similarities teach that, are there. But you can teach a jump shot. Exactly. And Kawhi was not great, a great shooter coming out of San Diego State in college. And he has obviously figured out how to be one of the best in the league mm-hmm. at pull-ups and threes. So, yeah, I mean, that would be sick if he does turn out to be all that Kawhi is, even though that's high expectations. But for the second pick is the Warriors. And so much controversy here. I've gone back and forth on whether the Warriors should trade this pick or you know, take – Wiseman or Edwards or whoever's left 
you know, it could be any of them. Bo, what do, what do you guys think? You For think them, they trade it, don't they? Yeah, I feel like, I don't know. I've heard a bunch of stuff about them trading. Um, I don't know. Maybe they try to get someone with a little bit more experience so they can, because I feel like they want to, while Clay and Steph are healthy, and I feel like they're at the end of their primes, but they want something where they can win a championship like next year. Yeah, I actually agree like 100% with that. I think they're going to shop that number two pick. I mean, that's very high value. A lot you, of teams. Well, there's a lot of teams that want it. Exactly. Yeah, you can think about, uh, yeah, I don't know what you could do. But. Well, the Magic are offering Aaron Gordon in the 15th pick to move up in the draft. They want a lottery pick, if not better. Every, I think there's every team wants mm-hmm. this pick, be realistically. But I mean, there's yeah. some teams yeah. that are willing to give up a lot for it. So I think they trade it. I think, like Bo said, they're trying to win championships. And do you not think Wiseman would fit them though? Because I mean, I think if they they draft, if they keep the pick, they're getting Wiseman. That's what I think too. Even though I, I'm pretty sure they previously said they don't want to pick Wiseman, which is kind of surprising. I feel like they're kind of la- like if they're lacking anywhere, that's five. Right, but well, that's just not how they play. That's not how they play. They're not True. very concerned. They they like True. they like Draymond at the five, and they like four other shooters around him. Yeah, I don't think they're that they, they don't have time for you know, science experiments on exactly on, on you know, yeah. you know, rookies. It well, they have Andrew Wiggins too now. Yeah. So they're oh, going to be yeah. insane. They're going to yeah. be good. They, uh, yeah, they don't need another guard. Yeah. They just I don't think want, so either. They want talent or they're, they're going to get Wiseman. I think I agree with that. I agree with that. I think I, I, I keep well, Wiseman's back and for forth. sure. To, I feel like Wiseman's top three regardless. Yeah. I mean, he's a team. He goes, he's a physical specimen whose season was cut short from the recruiting issues. Uh, what was that? He they found yeah. out he got paid in go high school. In high school, was uh, he was took money. Paid. Yeah, and they like gave him a place to live in Memphis. And yeah, got all that all that recruitment stuff. Yeah, that was when a lot was blowing up. But the you know the Hornets have this third pick, um, which I feel like they keep that. They, they I need think that mm-hmm. they'll keep it because they're not good and they're ready. F- they need best available. And mm-hmm. if if either three of these guys, Edwards, Wiseman, or Ball, is still there. You got to think they take whoever's left. Yeah, they they take whoever's left a hundred percent. I think if the if the Warriors draft Wiseman, I think they get Anthony Edwards with this pick. And if they trade it and say you know Wiseman and Lamelo Ball go one two, I think uh, Wiseman or yeah Lamelo Ball and Anthony Edwards go one and two. Then uh, I think they take James Wiseman as three. Mm-hmm. As three. As yeah. a third pick. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I said that right. Yeah, you did. Uh, I'm confusing myself. Okay, what about <laughs> this dude from Israel, Denny Abdavija? Yeah. Every, oh, my goodness. He's, everyone is talking about him, dude. And, I mean, it, everyone wants to find the next Luka. And I send him to the Mavs. I think uh, <laughs> the Mavs are the yeah. European team, dude. They'd take him, I bet, dude. Yeah. Oh, I, they want to find, they find their, their, uh, their Luka. And he might get jumped top three, but. Well, Denny Abdija is a good comparison to Luca. Um, he's six nine forward, and I guess he, that means he's going to play the three and the four because he's such a great playmaker. He's a ball handler. He's a passer. He can dunk with ease. He's widely regarded and pretty much unanimously the draft's the draft's best international prospect. And yeah. his draft stock has continued to shoot up since he announced he was coming. Um, he played in Israel. I think he's yeah from Israel. So yeah, everyone's looking for the next Luca. Do you guys think he could be the next Luca? Have you guys? See, I don't know, Luca. I mean, you even said whenever the um, Mavs drafted Luca, you thought he was going to be a bust. Oh, I thought he was a bust. But, but I, mean, I feel I like everyone did too. Wrong. You see this, you see this guy come up. It's like scrawny little dude. Yeah, 
Yeah, and you but, you question the competition overseas. Yeah, it's exactly. natural to question it. But then you see him come in, and you're just like, how this dude literally controls every game he plays in. Everyone plays to his tempo. Well, you know, this guy, Denny Abdija, I mean, he was dropping 30-point games with ease in Israel. Yeah. And, you know, he... They I, play, he, like, different over there, but... Is yeah. he going to be a Mario Hazonia, or is he going to be a... Uh, a Tony Kukoc? A Tony Kukoc? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he easily could be, you know, but... It's, it'll be interesting. I love keeping track with the international prospects because I've been wrong about them way too many times. I didn't think Porzingis would be much. I didn't think Luca would be much. And I couldn't have been more wrong about I'm pretty both. optimistic about Denny, I'm not going to lie. Well, do you think he goes fourth to the Bulls? I think, uh, yes, I think he goes fourth to the Bulls. But do you think... Well, Obi Toppin, though. It, it's, I got to think that it's him or Obi Toppin as I that next I think Obi pick. Toppin is five. Yeah, That's to the, the Cavs? Yeah, but you want to hear my honest opinion? I think... I think the Cavs know they want Obi Toppin because they're guard heavy and they're big heavy. Yeah. I think they, they can trade back that number five pick a couple of spots maybe to, like, the Wizards. What, hoping to get on Yeko Okongwu at the five? Yeko. He's yeah, nice. maybe. The Wizards can. Yeah. And I, I think the Cavs trade back to, like, maybe eight or nine or ten maybe. Do you think they trade back if Obi Toppin's not there? Or do you think that... I think they trade back, hoping that he's still there, and then I well, think I think they're I th- I wouldn't be surprised with the Cavs ending up with Obi Toppin if he's not there, Isaac Okoro. Yeah, I would too, and I think the Pistons would take honestly whoever is left between those two. I think both are good fits, mm-hmm. but, but I think the Cavs want Obi Toppin also because he's from Ohio. Well, so that's kind of oh he played for Dayton. He played for Dayton. I don't know if he's from Ohio, but still, I don't know either. But he's a former zero star recruit. And he was National Player of the Year at Dayton, which means best you player love, in all of basketball. You love to see that, though. Yeah, you love to see it. I mean, he was a, a highlight machine with dunks and alley-oops. And that one fast break uh, between legs dunk? Dude, that same game, he had like three Sports Center top. They were all like number one on the yeah. Sports Center top ten all in one night. And Dude's I think we were driving by Dayton on our way to Michigan that night. Like we were out. That's when we were outside of the stadium. Remember we were debating about going into that game yeah. that one night? That Should've was the been. night he did that. Yeah, we should have gone. Imagine we got to see. We all couldn't go that. To, right after that. No sports games. Yeah, we didn't really even realize what he's also uh, Obi Toppin. He's probably one of the older guys in the draft to uh, being a uh, 22 years old as yeah. a sophomore too. He's an old sophomore. Is he really? Yeah. So he says he's a sophomore. Yeah. He's an old sophomore. Yeah. I don't really know how that worked out. I mean, he was a zero star recruit, so he very easily could have gone to play JUCO somewhere or red-shirted. maybe prep and then redshirted. And yeah, he's definitely blossomed. If he goes to the Cavs. He is my early pick for Rookie of the Year. Obi? Yeah, because he's going to get opportunity to go off on the Cavs. And Facts. with him and Colin Sexton and your boy from Vandy. Darius Garland. Yeah, Darius Garland. And then you got Tristan at the five. I wish Shoop was here to give his input, but I know he would like that lineup. Yeah, I think the Cavs want Obi Toppin. So then at the fifth spot, if the let's say all the lineups stay the same, and the fifth spot is the Cavs. You know who's left? Who are some of the best guys that are left? I mean, obviously Isaac. And is then you have well, do we the elite perimeter yeah. defender in this whole draft? But I've seen a lot of guys talk about uh, Tyrese Halliburton from Iowa State. I've I've seen him going in the Pistons in lots of mock drafts too. Uh, he's a guard with size who can really shoot and distribute. Um, I don't know the the Hawks have that six pick. He would be a sweet pick with Trey Young and Clint Capella. But, yeah. you know, so would Isaac if they wanted to go with that with the six pick. Yeah. Another great point guard also, Cole Anthony. Yes. Who has, who has slipped in a lot of mock drafts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
you also have guys that are like uh, Killian Hayes. Kyra Lewis Jr. from uh, Bama. Ty- Tyrese Maxey. I'm very high on Tyrese Maxey, dude. Was it what's yeah. Tyrese Maxey is going to be a stud in the NBA. You heard me say oh, that. Oh, that uh, Kentucky guy? Yes. Yeah. Him and Ashton Hagens. They're both they're both just built for it. Like they both of them have been very impressive in college so far. They're just killers. Th- th- their drafts their draft stock has dropped though. I mean, it, it's yeah. the draft is very up in the air. Cassius Winston, you old guy. He was a senior yeah, uh, he's, he's, old as he's heck. A, a late first round guy. He is, and he'll he'll produce. You know, he'll be good in the NBA. I mean, he's also one of those guys that's just a dog. Um, but guess, his intangibles, age oh, and size. My guess for best player in this draft, like sleeper. Yeah, who I think is going to be really good, maybe in like three, four years, is R.J. Hampton. Fact, yes, the dude. guy who played in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. He played, in a, and then he, I think he went to play in Australia afterwards, also. Um, in the, their pro league, but he, he's played in both. He never went to go play college anywhere. Mm-mm. I think he was committed to. I know Michigan was one of his finals that he did not pick, but he was committed to some school and then abandoned. But yeah, I, I'm with you. He's yeah. a sleeper. They're saying a he's, a, he's, he's a. He is a bucket. You wanna, yeah, you want to hear mine? I, I saw this on a mock draft today, and it kind of got me excited. It was the Celtics with like a a late a late pick getting uh, Azubuki from the from Kansas. Cause they need a big man. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's how long has he been at Kansas? Dude? He's uh he was also a senior too. He's like six years. He's been there I, a minute, but dude, I, he's, he's been huge. there forever. He's good. Yeah, he's so good, bro. <laughs> Another taco. Yeah, he went to Kansas. <laughs> he, he would know how to how to stop Joel Embiid because they played alike. At I Kansas. mean, Joel Embiid hasn't really done much against. I mean, he he is their team, but Celtics have handled yeah, he, the yeah, 76ers. Yeah, the past few seasons. Yeah, we're gonna keep it that way. Yes, my sleeper pick for that is Tyrese Maxey. I think he, in his first season, like Ashton Hagens, was probably a little bit better. I think he he was not as good as they expected him to be, at least because expectations were so high, a little bit underwhelming. But as far as what he did at the high school level and what I know he's capable of doing, because he's one of those guys that I've been following for years to kind of keep track of him, and um. I think he's going to be a stud. He's a middle first round pick, and I, but I think he's the second best shooting guard in this draft. You know, beside, behind Anthony Edwards, I think there's a lot of teams that could use that. Yeah, Cassius Stanley also, Duke. Straight bounce. Yeah, bounce. Is, wait, is <laughs> athletic? Is he for sure? He's going to the draft for sure. I, it says right. It says on here. Yeah, I think he is. I think he is. He, he didn't. He didn't. He said he's a he, one and done. Yeah, he did not live up to his potential at Duke. No, they thought he's going to be crazy. Yeah, and he was good athletically, but. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's got he's young, he's gonna have to be taught a lot of fundamental stuff. Yeah. But the athleticism is there for him. Well, yeah. I can't wait for the draft. It's probably gonna be a crazy night. And honestly, watch it be completely unexpected, completely different than we said. You know, I feel like every year it doesn't necessarily ever go as planned. But I can't wait to watch it. That's next Wednesday. This Saturday, unfortunately. There's uh, a lot of canceled games due to COVID. So many. Auburn, I hate hearing the Auburn words being, due to COVID. Yeah, Auburn due being COVID. one of those due games. To COVID. That's uh, a South Park skit. In the SEC alone, it needs to be. Auburn and Mississippi State postponed. Uh, Alabama, LSU postponed. Georgia, Missouri postponed. Texas A&M uh, and... Uh, Tennessee. Yeah, Texas A&M and Tennessee. Tennessee postponed. Yeah. That's a lot. Auburn has 12 like half positive the COVID tests. Yeah, it was like nine players and three staff members. But yeah, the sheesh. Yeah, it's scary. Uh, it makes you. Oh, I mean, you hope they can keep the season going. I saw a tweet today that I almost 
almost reported on the spot. Yeah, you're. I, I, don't I know think you everyone's thinking the same thing. Somebody so said this we could be the last weekend. No, no, no. I'm not gonna say don't, it. Don't even say no, that. But dude. everyone responding is like, "Shut up! Like, yeah. f you! Like, don't you dare say such evil words on mm-hmm. here!" These like, Corona Bros are just I, it's the Corona Bros. I yeah. will say I am nervous about the future, but yeah. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. I have faith. I have faith too. Going. But December 12th, though, that's rescheduled yeah. time for uh, Mississippi State, Auburn. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think – I'm pretty sure Alabama LSU is not getting – I think that's just canceled. Maybe that's – Maybe. Some of them know. are canceled. Some are postponed. Honestly, it's so ridiculous trying to keep track with all of this. Yeah. Well, I wish we didn't have to. What's good well, – I guess I shouldn't say what's good, but what makes the situation a little better is even if they have to postpone two weeks, isn't the Big Ten behind? Yeah, uh, true. They finished true. two weeks and after. the Pac-12. I didn't even think about that. So oh. it would almost line up perfect. And the Pac-12 is even more behind. So you yeah. think it might so be it's a like a scam? Master, <laughs> so it's a master <laughs> plan. It might be a master plan to set up. Might be a scheme. Yeah, it's all a scheme. Yeah, scheme from the college football playoff committee. You could be right. I didn't even consider that. But yeah, the Pac is way behind too. That would they might try to even it up on purpose. Yeah. That would make the Heisman, you know. That would make it worth more. I mean, if everything gets canceled, then we can always rely on Maction. Yeah, I was about to say, you know what's not going to get canceled <laughs> Maxion. is Maction. Yeah, I Maxion's dare them. not going anywhere. Maction is still lit. Let's not get carried away here. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about it last week, and it was entertaining. I'm bought in on Maction. But after last night, I'm so bought in. I don't know. I mean, we had football every day this past week. Yeah. And everyone did everyone see that Western Michigan fake spike for the to win, win the last game? night? It was Beautiful I mean, Dan bro. Marino is smiling somewhere. Oh, right yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was one of the most insane football plays I've seen. You know, and they were down 10 points. Yeah. And then they they, they scored. They scored and missed the extra missed point. Missed the extra point and got the onside kick. And then scored a touchdown on a fake. The onside kick was crazy. at its finest. Dude, right they brought here. two kickers out for the onside kick and had even guys on both sides. And they couldn't. Just, they were, like, making it to where you couldn't tell which kicker was going to kick it. And then they just kind of kicked it in the middle, and they both dove on top of it. Yeah, that's awesome. Connected on a 50-yard pass, and then there's 20 seconds left, and they're going to spike the ball, and the defense is just completely uh, lackadaisical. Lackadaisical? I think that's the word for yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's And the they were not even really paying attention. Great vocabulary. Yeah, thanks. Thinking they were going to spike. QB does a fake spike, and the receiver is lined up on the far corner by the sideline. Defense didn't even see him. Wide it's open. Wide open game-winning touchdown in the end zone. Maction. You love it. That I only happens it. in Maction. Yeah. <laughs> True. Well, True. tonight we follow our football week. We have your your Titans, Bo. Yes, sir. They're yeah. playing. Uh, it's it's on the road, right? Yes. Yeah, in Lucas Oil Stadium in uh the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I mean, what do, what do you think? I don't know. We definitely the Colts have definitely been a problem for us the past few years. Yeah. Um. What, there's some. We're crazy pretty record, even. Right? They're they're fa- they're five and three. We're six and two. Yeah. Um. They're favored by one point. It's pretty much well, just like, like a pick them. Yeah, I think it's, I think that line moved. I think it was a pick them, and it moved yeah. a little bit. And it's going to be a really good game. Yeah, but Matt. why do I have a feeling that Philip Rivers shut up is going to be the vet that he's always been? <laughs> I and go off on Thursday play night. the game of his no. life. You know, I'm no. so scared of it. I, I, his ten kids are going to be crying at home, and he's just going to be <laughs> Max. I don't hate what you're saying, honestly. I, I don't hate. I what got you're a weird saying. spidey sense for these kind of things. <laughs> I, I stayed away from this game. I'm, I, I, yeah. It could go either way. I don't Definitely want any part of either it. Either way, Derrick Henry will run all over them, though. AJ Brown will have two touchdowns. So I know both. <laughs> you think the Titans are going to win? I just know. I, I mean, I don't. I don't think. I believe. 
Titan out. Yeah, you have to be optimistic. I believe. I think the Titans win this game too. Um, I think that the Colts defense is pretty good, but I don't think anyone can truly stop Derrick Henry. Um, and even though after a weird week last week, he didn't do amazing. Uh, I predict. Yeah, but AJ Brown back. carries that week. Yeah, he carried. And they we'll, have they have players like that, or the, you have AJ Brown, you have Derrick Henry. If you focus on one of them. Other one's going to go off. Well, I think Corey Davis, the receiver, is one of those guys, too. Exactly. And also, his brother just died. And Yesterday? Yesterday. Whoa. And you know you know what that could do to a player. So he'll probably get a touchdown. Exactly. Well, He's I'm not playing gonna, his heart out. I wouldn't know? bet against that. I wouldn't bet, I'm not going to bet against the Titans tonight, that's for sure. Well, I, I think the Titans win. Yes. We yeah. got Ye- Yake's pick. Yeah, Yak thinks the Titans are going to win. <laughs> yeah, Echo uh, was very... Uh, confused, he, he he was very. Confused. He, he like went down around to, in a circle. Yeah, he went down to decide, and he couldn't decide. He didn't want to look at it, and then he came back, and uh, he went with the Titans. See, that's how I am. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are just the same. Yeah. If you missed the video, it's on our Twitter. It's on our Twitter. Check out League Talk underscore WGL. He's uh, two. If he's one and one right now, if he wins this, he'll be two and one and positive. Just yeah. hype. So, uh, what are what are y'all's picks for this week, dude? Let's start with Max. Max, yeah. Right. Celebrity pick so, Celebrity pick them. As uh, the celebrity locks of the week. Yeah. <laughs> not uh, picks, locks. Yeah, locks. these are these are not picks. These are 100% locks. Uh, <laughs> I hope Shoop's listening because uh, Steelers minus eight and a half. Never seen a better line in my entire life. <laughs> Dude, see, as much as I want to see Joe Burrow succeed. Actually, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know if I should say that. <laughs> Just because of all, all the hype that Shoop gives them. Uh, <laughs> the Steelers' defensive line is gonna just going to tear them yeah. apart. Like, it's not even going to be funny. Yeah, yeah this, their defense is Joe scary. Burrow is in for a, some trouble. Yeah, he, I yeah. think this will be, the, Sunday. without a doubt, the best defense he's seen yet. Um, I mean, the Steelers are probably the yeah. best defense in the NFL. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, as a rookie, there's not really many good ways to prepare for that. Um, the only thing it's that's up in the air extra pads, is I guess. Big Ben's status, I think, is... Uh, is they're not sure about right now. I think he was by somebody who had COVID or something on the plane and now is a maybe for this game. Um, he's also had, he also, but Mason Rudolph is tough last week too. I just yeah. tweaked a little bit. He's probably still okay though. But, but with that defense, I, I think that that's a good yeah. pick, Max. Mm-hmm. Shoop would hate it. He yeah. thinks oh, the Bengals win. He's, he's been talking this week about Bengals making the playoffs. He's like, <laughs> Bengals are going to upset. They're going to upset the Steelers. <laughs> that is so- Funny, we'll see, man. We'll I see. I hope you're listening. Shoot. No way. <laughs> Is uh, that you got any more? Yes, I have got one more, and it's Miami minus two versus Virginia Tech. Or actually, they might be. Is that they're in- plus two? Yeah, yeah. yeah I like and that. that is, I like it. Yeah, that's a lock. Yeah, Miami's nice. It's a lock. It's a lock. <laughs> well, there's a hurricane. Is that? Well, no, no. I looked it up after Bo said it, and it's actually out over the Atlantic. It's right off the coast of like. The northern part of Georgia, South Carolina, and North Carolina. So it probably won't affect. Yeah, no. Okay. It's the rain of the Masters, though. Keep your friends close. Oh, I got to pause this. Why does Put that always happen? Close. Pause, bro. FM 91. I hate when that happens. Yeah, but I like that pick, too, Max. Um, I think that... I th- Dude, if you make both of these picks, we might need you to have more picks. Okay. <laughs> if, you, <laughs> Whatever. If, if you're undefeated, you got to keep it going. <laughs> Tucker, what you got? I have th- uh, three picks. I went one and two last week, making my overall three and three, so... Same. I'm, I'm gonna do. Three. I'm, I'm four do and four. Three picks again. Uh, I have Monday Night Football. I have the Bears are plus two and a half at home against the Vikings. Mm. Both mm. both teams are like you know their offense have not been the best, 
but the Bears are at home and they're underdogs. The Bears are good at home. I yeah, I can't I, I can't live with that. Well, I, <laughs> the Bears have been weird because I think DJ Montgomery's out this this game, and you know he hasn't been much of a factor. At least last week, I think they had a fake punt that the guy who ran the fake punt was the leading rusher for the game on their team for like yeah. thirty yards, twenty five yards. Um, and I don't have much faith in their QBs, and I honestly no. hate the Bears. So. That's kind of I don't know I don't know Tiger I I like the Vikings in this spot I like Dalvin Cook and after seeing the Kirk Cousins video of him singing <laughs> have y'all seen yeah, that that yeah, video yeah, is yeah. awesome he's singing like a uh, it's like a it's musical like show choir yeah he has solos on stage and stuff I think he's in his twenties like honestly in the video it's awful if you want to look it up then I this one's kind of scary I, uh, now that I know the Hurricane's gonna hit the Panthers. No, no, it's not. Uh, it's not gonna. Yeah, it's off the coast. Oh, it's not okay. Affect, uh, oh, perfect. Okay, I have Bucks minus five and a half on the road uh, against the Panthers. Yeah, they got it. They got to show up after last. I'm, I'm, last week. I, like I believe it. in bounce back games, so I think no. that they'll they'll cover the Panthers easily. Well, McCaffrey's doubtful, also. Really? Yes, he's predicted to have zero point zero points for my fantasy team this week, which is awesome. And then to wrap it up, uh, <laughs> that's rough. <laughs> Seahawks plus one and a half on the road against the Rams. <laughs> really close lines, but I got Bears plus two and a half, Bucks minus five and a half, and Seahawks plus one and a half. I like it. I, I like, like the it. Seahawks in that I spot too. I love that Seahawks pick. I was about to take them, but yeah. mm-hmm. I was looking at it too. But Bo- instead, what'd you take, Bo? Well, I'm going with Yakes tonight. Tonight, I'm, yeah, Yakes. And I'm just believing the Titans will beat the Colts. I'm just taking money line though. I mean, it's pretty much pick them yeah, regardless. Just, yeah. yeah. But um, I also have the Dolphins minus two and a half. Versus Chargers. I think the Dolphins defense and Tua have been playing very well. Um, sure have. And their defense, their defense has been like so surprising to me. Yeah. Well, Tua has They've been had, like, pretty surprising to me too. Yeah. Least, he's just so consistent. He like yeah. he looks comfortable. He had a great game last week against yeah. Cardinals. And he, like dub. from the first game and the second game, there was like an improvement. Even though the first game, like he was pretty consistent, didn't do that much. Right on the right. defense, but. Yeah. I feel like the Dolphins are a pretty decent team. Yeah, he's going to be more and more comfortable every week, too. Um, so I like him in that spot. I like him in that spot. What you got, OG? I had three. I'm three and three overall after going one and two last week also. Um, my first one is Packers minus 13 against the Jags. Uh, I have lots of faith in this Green Bay offense. Is especially Minshew playing with, this week? No. Yeah. It's got Jason Lutz. Lutz. I don't even know. How he to actually say his did name. not play bad. Last no, he week. didn't. He didn't do fine. I mean, he didn't do that bad. Um, he dropped like twenty-two in fantasy. Yeah, good week. I don't yeah. remember who they played. Who the Jaguars? They played the Texans last. Okay, week. yeah. Well, that's not much of a defense for him to have to tear up. Besides JJ Watt, but I think Green Bay defense is is solid, and uh, I just I like them minus thirteen in this one. I think they win by two touchdowns, uh, but minus thirteen is a little scary. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of high. My next one is Saints minus nine against 49ers. Who that? I love it. I think Michael Thomas still Michael needs Thomas. to get – they're still going to look for him. You know, last week I think he was more of a decoy, even though he still had like 50 yards. He really opened up this offense for Kamara and Taysom Hill. And they looked so good They looked last so week. dang good that, honestly, they're, they could easily be a Super Bowl team. After, after last week, too. definitely. Well, were they really good or were the Buccaneers just really bad? They were really I th- good. Dude, I think they were really good. <laughs> I think it might have been a combination of both. Tom Brady? <laughs> I've never seen Tom Brady look as flustered as that. That's the worst I've ever seen him went out lose. there and just laid an egg. An yeah, egg. They, they, they got a little field goal at the end. Yeah, they were so behind. But Tom Brady laid an egg. An oh, egg. yeah. 
He didn't get one fantasy, two fantasy points. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was nice playing against. But them. yeah, the Forty Nine ers still injured, so I like that. And then my final pick is Wisconsin Michigan over. I'm done betting Michigan spread, and we're, <laughs> we're plus four. And I would have told you I liked that last week, but I don't anymore. And I just know our defense sucks, and our offense is capable and better than we've been playing. I like the over. Um, I didn't write down what the over is, but I honestly don't care. It's going to be so high scoring. I promise you that. Our defense is going to have lots of points, and they're going to score lots of points. I just hope Michigan can keep up offensively. The over is uh, 53 and a half. Oh, my goodness. I would have thought it was 60 or something. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I literally love it. Bo, what's your veggie fact to close out today's show? Is a tomato a fruit or a vegetable? Both. Is it common? I don't know. I think Tell it's, us. people say it's a fruit, don't they? It's, it's a, a fruit. technically a fruit. It's yeah. technically a fleshy berry. A uh, berry. It's I've a berry. actually done a lot of research on this, and <laughs> I'm going to call Cap. It's not Cap. I literally learned this last week. Nutritionists claim it to be a fruit, but botanically, it is a vegetable. The way it's grown and harvested? It is a vegetable. It's so, technically a fleshy berry. I trust Dr. Foshi. What's supposed to be I, the difference? I love Foshi, but... I've done a lot of research on this. Dude, <laughs> I trust a doctor who has been in Auburn for like 30 plus years and has gardened his whole life. Dr. Veggie? Dr. Veggie. Tomatoes are grown on vines, correct? Above yes. gr- Above ground? Above ground. Tomato vines, is that right? It's not like a vine. It's literally a plant and you stake it up on a little stake. Yeah. So it's kind of like a vine, but they got to grow upright. Nice. But yeah. The wow. pigment that makes it red, lysopene, high in vitamin C. And vitamin Very A. nice. Very nice. <laughs> Didn't you say they're also neither male or female? No, that was uh, that was, that was watermelons. Learned about oh. that today. They're monaceous. Nice. Okay, female let's, let's not give them too many facts. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I have I have an arsenal in my. Head. Don't get carried away over there, Bowie. Let's <laughs> save some. All right. Well, I think that might be it. Yeah, I think that's it for today. We went a little bit over. Um, thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Max, thank you for coming. Thank you for, for inviting s- me on a good time. So the milkman. <laughs> the milkman is back. We're going to have him back soon, definitely. But look forward to seeing how these locks turn out. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the Masters. And see ya. keep up with our Twitter. We're going to be posting the link to this and as well as other content such as Yek's Pick. Yikes. We'll catch you all next week. Yeah, yikes. Thanks for listening to League Talk. Tune in next Thursday at 5 p.m. on WEGL 91.1 FM. For more sports content, check out WEGLFM.com and follow us on Twitter at League Talk underscore WEGL. If you ever miss a show, check out our previous episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. This is League Talk, and I'm Tucker Haygood, signing off.